So the hidden treasure we have on Daf Mem Dalad is the whole issue about <coughs> whether it's right to eat these <coughs> foods that are made to taste like non-kosher foods. So the, uh, you have these for the fake bacon and, and fake milk and meat together, and, and, and is that some fake, fake shrimps? Is this all, all right to have? So we have on, on this Daf, we have three important principles that work with Tairuvis. Tairuvis are the laws of mixtures. <coughs> when kosher is, involved, is mixed with treif, anything we're allowed to eat is mixed with something we're not allowed to eat, how <coughs> that mixture behaves <coughs> halachically. And we have three, um, uh, three important halachas here. The one is whether heter mitztaref le'isur. So we know that you're only chayev, you're only, uh, you've only uh, transgressed the avera if you eat a kezayis, the size of an olive. Um, what happens if half of what you ate was kosher and half was not kosher, but together, but together it was a kezayit? So you had a half a kezayit of each, but together it's more than an olive. Because it is heter mitztaref le'isur or not? That's the one issue. And we see that in Kodshim, heter is mitztaref le'isur. It does... The, the kosher and the non-kosher join together to, to make the, the one, the one kazayit. Um, machloket about nausea, and in other cases, it doesn't join up. The second is the idea which we use so often of kedah chilat pras, that is, how concentrated is the mixture? How much isur is there in the heter? <coughs> and we measure concentration by how long it would take to eat a kazayit, an olive's worth, of the isur. Uh, and if it can be eaten within Kedah Achilat Pras, which is anywhere between about three and nine minutes, um, then the concentration is serious enough to consider it one act of eating a kazayit, even though it takes a few minutes with which to eat it. That's the idea of, of Kedah Achilat Pras. And the other, the third idea which we talk about today is ta- whether Tam Ke'ika. And the, uh, we hold the, ta- the Tam Ke'ika, that means the taste of something is like the thing of its, its, itself. So the taste of something also is like the thing that is also, which is why we can't eat out of kalim uh, utensils that have been in which treif has been cooked. Because although in the in in the new you let you, you've got a, a pot in which treif has been cooked, and now you heat some soup up, kosher soup in the pot, there's nothing of the treif in the soup, but there could be something of the taste of the treif in the soup. The the real chefs, the real connoisseurs know that pots should be kept for specific. Things you don't uh, the Japanese, for example, don't cook anything else in a rice cooker because it affects the taste of the rice. Once a pot has been used for something, the taste it comes out, and you can, and the people who are very very sophisticated in their taste can taste the the what was previously cooked in the pot, <coughs> and that time that taste is considered keika. So that's where we come to the um, uh, and and where ta- where that's learned from is. Th- the Chachomim learned from Mishra Tanovim, where we're told in the case of the Nazir that not only isn't he allowed to eat grapes and anything that comes from grapes, but also Mishrat Anavim. If the grapes are soaked in water, then the water is, all, is also not, the Nazir is not allowed to eat. So you see that the taste that, that the water has of the grape is also, also for the Nazir. So the Chachomim learned from Rabbi Akiva learns it from Giul Enochrim, the fact that the Torah. Uh, insisted that we have to kasher the kalim of the Midianites. We couldn't just use them. Uh, even though there's no food in the kalim, it's only the what is absorbed in the sides, and that is taste. So we see from there that the Torah considers time ke'ika, the taste is like the like the thing itself. So I saw 
quoted it, and I, it's difficult to comment unless you see the thing inside that the Chidush Yarim, the first Geir Rebbe, uh, 19th century, says that um, that's why Bnei Israel asked for meat. He asks, if they wanted meat so badly, they could make the, the mon taste like anything. So why didn't they just make the mon taste like meat? And then they would have their meat. So he says, because time ke'ikah, and, and they weren't allowed to eat meat at that time in the midbar. And if they would even get the taste of the meat from the mon, it would be also. So they couldn't turn the mon into the taste of the meat. Um, and, and so that's, that's how he wants to, he, he wants to learn. And, and then there are other poskim that say, and therefore, we can't eat these, traf, these kosher things that are made to taste like traf things, like the shrimps and the bacon, that are kosher, 100% kosher, but the taste is the taste of tray food, because tam ke'ikah. And, and I, as I say, I can't comment because I haven't seen the, the Chidish Harim inside, but to me it sounds completely you know, w- without a basis. And I'll tell you the two reasons. The one is the Gemara in, in Chulin. It's such an important Gemara where, where Yalta says to her husband, Rav Nachman, it's one of the cases where we have a Rebetzin with, with a day in the Gemara. We have, we have several cases of that where the Gemara brings the view of one of the wives of the Amoroim let's see, whatever the Torah is forbidden, the Torah allows in a kosher way. So the Torah doesn't, the Rebunshim doesn't prohibit the taste of anything. You can get the taste of anything you want. They're just certain, there are things you can't do, but the taste you can get. You can't eat blood, but you can eat liver. And liver's got blood in it even after it's kashered, but that's kosher blood. So you want that taste of blood, you can get it in liver. Nido dam toya. We're not allowed to have relations with a nido, but there's times of where there's where there can be blood which is not tome. And there it's there it's permitted. Khalif Bahema Khalif Chayo. You're not allowed to eat the chalif certain fat areas of, of cattle, but you can of a of a deer. Chazir, if you want to eat pig, the taste, the taste of pig, de shibuso. There's a particular fish. If you get the brain of the fish, it has the taste of the of the chazir. Giruta, the chavro If you want to, the taste of what it's like to be with a married woman, then grusha bechaya bailo, a divorced woman while her husband is still alive, has a little bit of that taste as well. If you like, if you enjoy that kind of taste, eshesach. You want to see what it's like to be with the wife of your brother. Um, this is the Yavamis. You can do it through Yavamis. In every case, there's a kosher way to get a treif taste. And, and then she says to Rav Nachman, I want milk and meat. I want to taste cholov in the Bosom cholov. So he says to the servants, bring a khal, bring an adder and roast it and give it to Yal to give it to my wife so she can taste Bosom cholov. So we see clearly from there that there's nothing wrong with the taste uh, if, if, as long as it's done with kosher ingredients. That's not a problem. But if you look at the meaning of, if you look, if you just translate tam ke'ika accurately, then, it, you, then it's all very clear. What does tam ke'ika mean? It doesn't mean that, that the taste of artificial bacon is like a, is the same as eating the pig. That's not tam ke'ika. What does the <coughs> word ikar mean? La'akor. What does the word la'akor mean? It means to uproot something. So what does an ikar mean? An ikar means a root. That's what ikar means. And ikar means a root. In Aramaic, it means a root. root. And in Hebrew, it, it, it means a root. So when we say tam ke'ika, what are we talking about? The root of the taste. The taste is like the root of the taste. What is the relationship between the root to the branches? There's a connection. The branches draw from the root. 
So where does the taste draw its taste from? From the ikr, from the root. So if I have the taste of, of chazer, because chazer was cooked in the, in, the, in the pot, where does that taste draw its flavor from? From the original chazer that was cooked in the pot. That's the ikar, that's the root. And therefore, tam ki ikar, therefore I've got to say, the taste of the, of, of the chazer is like the ikar, it's like the root. It doesn't mean it's like the thing itself. That's not what ikar means. Tam ki ikar means the taste is like the origin of the flavor. And therefore, if you're making false, if you're making shrimps or you're making false bacon or whatever it is, what's the ikar? The ikar is a chemical in some factory. That's the ikar. The time is like the ikar. The, the flavor is like the chemical from which it's made. So you need to learn. You're eating chemicals. If you're okay eating chemicals, there's nothing wrong. It's, not a, it's got nothing to do with the chazer. It's got nothing to do with an original shrimp. That's not what time ki ikar means. If you just understand the word of time ki ikar, that's what time ki, well, that's what time ki ikar means, and therefore we go after the root and not after the um, not after some other thing that it's made to taste like, and there would be nothing wrong at all with that. I think Rav Moshe finds in Paskins that way. The um, what's important for us at an everyday level is also to just understand the the subtlety and the importance when we talk about time ki ikar, that that's in all areas of life. You want to realize that when you get a whiff of a fragrance or you get a flavor of something, it can be of an experience, it can be of a memory, it can be of a blossom, it can be of a food. If you just get the time, you just get the flavor of something, you hear a Dvartara and you get the flavor of it, you've got to track the time down to the Ika. The Ika is the Shorish, the root from which it comes. And that's where you relate to it. Don't relate to it at a fragrance level. Don't relate to it at a time level, at a taste level. Go deeper into the origin of it and understand what the origin of that flavor is. Where does it come from? Where does it draw its flavors from? That's the idea of time ki'ika. Time ki'ika is not only a principle in taruvas and yoridea. Time ki'ika is an, is an idea in life. Don't satisfy yourself with the flavor. Examine, reflect on the ikar, on the source of that flavor, on the root of that flavor, and engage with it at that level because time ki ikar.